Mic check one two. Mic check one two. Testicles, testicles one two. Can they hear me? Can they hear me? I think they can. I think they can hear me. CC, what is going on? What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Operation Hero Talk, the number one podcast for the nerds, the nerdettes, the blurs, the blurdettes, and of course the weebs and the weebettes. What is going down, everybody? It is your swifty blurted out host, Dimitri Starks, back in the building once again, time and time again blowing in the wind i'm sorry i stopped smoking weed a long time ago but anyways <laughs> back with another episode very happy to be back with you guys uh definitely you know uh, i definitely missed you guys and um i think i need to get right into the purpose of you know why i do this uh podcast some may think it's for the love of of anime and marvel and dc for the love of all things you know nerdy and swifted out but that's a lie it's a lie. The reality is my wife says she's tired of me talking to her about the shit. So I had to do a podcast. So here we are. <laughs> so all of these messages coming to you guys today. Well, it's because I'm annoying. So so I hope I hope you guys take, take comfort in that. OK, this is for all of the fellow annoying people whose relatives and friends and significant others don't want uh, to talk to me about this shit. But with that being said. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and I got another. Oh, I got a, I got a great episode for you guys today. I'm sorry, sorry, my uh, my 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 notifications is on. My apologies. Okay, so I got a great episode for y'all today, man. Because once again, uh, extremely happy for the the support we get on this channel. I know I'm looking a bit rough, McGruff today, and that's okay. All right, that's all right. All right, I don't, I ain't have time to go get a haircut yet, but I will. And once I do. I'm gonna get crispy on you bitches all right so that's uh that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be the move there so anyways i was thinking about episode i was thinking about an episode idea and it's marvel week marvel week is always a special week for me because you know very in tune with what marvel is doing and has done and the journey that it's taken i think we kind of take for granted sometimes how long it takes to get to where you're running the show Whereas you may have started and y'all, y'all, y'all listened to my blade episode and I told y'all how that saved, how that, how blade saved the MCU back in the early days. Hey, these are facts, right? Almost went bankrupt, right? Almost didn't exist. I'm going to be honest with y'all ain't really been, ain't really been linked into what phase five has been doing. I mean, and I, not that I haven't been linked in. I have to right? for the, for the purposes of this podcast and, you know, for the purposes of my, my uh my nerd uh i would say no not nerd my blurred uh you know urges i have to stay i have to stay linked in with what the fuck is going on but at the same time uh you know been a little been a little underwhelmed been a little underwhelmed so i'm gonna eventually talk about phase five shit but for right now what i want to get into is a character that man look i i talk to a lot of people about i talk to a lot of people about this i talk to a lot of people about this character and i'm and i talk to you you another one you another one my brother's over here my, my brother's over here right now you another one who i talk to about this character because i didn't expect for the i didn't expect for the reception to be that positive a lot of it came down to acting. A lot of it came down to great story writing. But also because of the fact that 
when I asked people about this character, you know what the number one thing they said? And it was, it was, it was empowering, but it was also kind of scary. They said, well, because I kind of agreed with them, right? Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the forgotten son of Wakanda. We are talking about the mercenary himself. We are talking about the man, the myth, and the guy who wants to kill the legends. I am talking about Eric Killmonger Stevens. Round of applause for this man. Okay, we got to give him his credit. All right, because this is a character, ladies and gents, that there's just there's just so much to unpack here so let me so before we even get into the speech i already know what it is if you're a fan of the show go ahead and add the show like the show we're streaming on all platforms especially the big three google podcast spotify and apple podcast go ahead and add us on our social media platforms operation hero talk one word all lowercase on instagram twitter and i'm not twitter we don't have a damn twitter page i apologize instagram tiktok and uh facebook go ahead and add those pages so you'll know when we drop a video also go ahead and subscribe to the mad nerd talk youtube channel where i post all of the podcast episodes as well as unique videos that i make just whatever the fuck i want to make and i feel like making at the time i just recently made a thor uh, a thor analysis video y'all know how i feel about that don't know how i feel about it go watch the video and with that being said let me get let me get my shit off real quick let me get my shit off real quick all right let's just let's just do this so (sighs) revenge it's a dish best served cold right that's what they said now i think personally that is the corniest fucking line i've ever heard in my life because it doesn't make sense okay but let's let's unpack this for a second right when and most of the stuff we see and read when it's revenge that the the main character that we're looking at when it's revenge that they want it literally fall it usually falls under a few categories one the person or people that they want revenge on thinks that they're dead or or they think that they're not powerful enough to actually seek get revenge or they're naive enough to think that they're invincible, that revenge can't happen, right? These are usually the three situations, right? But in this case, it's a, uh, I'm try to try to, uh, try to do an Irish accent here, forgive me if I butcher it. But in this instance, it's a wee bit different, a wee bit different, okay? I apologize to all the Irish people. <laughs> I just fucking butchered that, I apologize. But, <laughs> brother over here laughing at me and shit it's crazy all right anyways it's a wee bit different i just did it again anyways i'm sorry last time uh because here's why in this particular case with killmonger wanting wanting revenge against not only t'challa but wakanda in itself right it's a little bit different because if we really being honest here in their situation they're like yo i don't know this nigga i don't know nothing about him and 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 this is why this is why i always this is why my podcast is the way it is but this is why we go through the comics version first before we go through what you see in popular media because y'all have to understand that there are there are there are differences that change the whole dynamic of the character and there are choices 
that writers and execs and movies and whatever the fuck these people these are their choices that they make right that can change the character drastically or just enough to where it can garner an even more positive outcome and I don't even think that they meant for it to happen but man the reception we're gonna get into it so let's 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 go through let's go through what we know what do we know and this is this is even this isn't even even the origin moment I told you y'all know we don't do that till 15 minutes in so what do we know okay and now remember for the per- for, for the, the purpose of the first part first, first part of this podcast you already know how we get out we talk about the comic book version so I'm talking about the comic book version of Killmonger okay so what do we know about him uh, super strength resur- the power of resurrection and it's, it's not really even a power I'll get into it a little bit later but it's not even really a power he really doesn't have the power to come back motherfuckers just kept bringing him back it was it was a difference so th- that's that's not the same as that's not the same as you know uh, it's not the same as being able to resurrect yourself it's totally different it's kind of similar to last the last podcast episode where I talked about uh, Raja Al Ghul Raja Al Ghul didn't live forever he kept throwing himself in the fucking Lazarus pit and coming and regaining his youth. So technically he never died. He just, you know what I mean? He just got old and then he would jump in the Lazarus pit and come back to age like 50 or something. He wasn't even that young when he got Whatever. Anyways. Okay. Master in hand-to-hand combat. We saw that in the movie. And highly intelligent. So. We don't need a we don't really need to delve too much into the background before the origin moment. But this is why this is why the comic book version of Killmonger. I'm gonna just say from here on out, I'm gonna just say CB version. Okay, CB version. CB means comic book. Okay, so no, that's what it means. So the CB version of Killmonger. Think about think about it this way. Here's a stark difference from the movie. In the movie, what we saw was that his that T'Challa's father T'Chaka had a secret agent who was partnering with T'Challa uh, uh, I'm sorry Omonger's father and spying on him right y'all remember that right that happened sorry let me make sure my mic's still on it's good all right and then when the time came he killed him uh he was dead it's not that's not what happened in the comics see in the comics it's a little different it's a little more raw in the comics and the comics it was ulysses claw that killed killmonger's parents when he attacked wakanda see this see diving a little deep here so that not only not only does that not uh not only does that shift the story a little bit when you really think about it uh i think that in the movie uh him and t'challa were kind of closer in age it's not the same see in the comics t'challa was grown already that's the difference right and uh killmonger 
what? Hold on. Y'all know, I, y'all know, I love surfing my computer when I'm uh when I am when I can't find some shit. Hang on, because I want to I want to make sure I I don't butcher his uh real name. Give me a second. If y'all think I'm talking about the the actor that played him, I know that's Michael B. Jordan. You've done since obviously I don't. I know that that's not. I can pronounce that. There ain't nothing complicated about that. Give me. And. Uh, Injatka, Injatka. There we go, Injatka. So that's uh, Killmonger's running. So Injatka, but instead of placing the blame where it needed to be, right? Because it, once again, it was it was Claus that killed that killed his his mother and father. He put that blame on T'Challa. He's like, no, no, no. This isn't his fault. This is your fault. Because if you weren't so worried about um, about America and partnering with their Avengers, if you were if you were supposed if you were focused on your own people like you were supposed to be, it's going to happen. So, in the midst of that battle, Killmonger gets kidnapped by Ulysses Claw. He gets kidnapped by him. So this was never a willful situation where he went with him willingly um and basically he escapes he escapes and he he can't get back to wakanda because he doesn't know how right so instead what he does is he goes to harlem he goes to harlem and he adopts a different name and he pretty much makes a life for himself he uh graduates from mit no he i'm sorry he graduates with a degree in engineering and mba and he um he ends up becoming a professor at mit so he made a life for himself right but he never forgot just to contrast the two for a second this is totally different from the movie version totally different because he chose to make something of himself deal i gotta i gotta roll with the cards I'm dealt for now right so eh, you know what actually I apologize it, it is kind of the same because because the movie version did the exact same thing except he made his living as a mercenary so it was different so it was just the only difference between the two is the choice of careers so one one version of him the movie version of him became a mercenary the, the version of him in the comics became a professor right all right, cool. Nothing wrong with that, right? And this, so he decides that uh, he puts his plan into place when T'Challa comes to America, and he goes to him and says, "Hey, my name is Injaka. My father was from Wakanda. Technically, I'm a citizen. I want to go home. I'm tired of being here. I want to go home." And what did T'Challa say? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. It's not a, not a problem. <laughs> like, yeah, you're, you're from Wakanda. That's fine. <laughs> but, they, but, but there was no suspicion there, though. Now, maybe it's me. Maybe it's because I'm black. But I'd have been suspicious. <laughs> I'd have been suspicious. Because, if, you know, we... We idolize these heroes, and this is going to be my last point before we get into the origin moment real quick. 
we idolize these heroes for their patience, for their friendliness, for, you know, all of this and all of that. But the one thing out of, like, if I was the king of T'Challa and I'm coming to America and all of a sudden I got this dude with dreads in my face talking about how he's a son of Wakanda and he was spent, he has spent years in Harlem doing his thing, making a life for himself. The first thing that I'm going to think and later say to him is, bitch, you don't know how to pick up a phone? Like, you don't know how to pick up a phone? You could have you called the UN. You could you could have called anybody. What are we doing here? But this is what I'm like, don't worry about it. Maybe the, don't worry about it. Maybe y'all 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 put it in the comments. What y'all think about that? Because honestly, I mean, I'm 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 a naturally suspicious motherfucker. So I would have been thinking like, well, I can't just bring you to my highly technologically advanced uh town that a village that's never been country that's never been conquered because you say you're who you are you have no way to prove that how do i know you didn't just find out that this guy that lived in wakanda had a son named Njaka and you killed him and now you're impersonating him see there's a lot of different shit see there's a lot of different stuff going on there right but let's get into the origin moment real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, we are past 15 minutes of the podcast, which can only mean that it is time for the origin moment. Brought to you in part and sponsored by the alphabet, where the only letter that matters is you and I. <laughs> My brother's over there laughing his ass off. So this is why I need this is why I need people to listen to tune in to the to the podcast. Okay, because this is this is funny. All right, we have a good time. I don't know why I don't know why he's, he hasn't said shit over there. He's acting like he has to be quiet, but it's fine. He doesn't want to fuck up the flow. It's okay. So for the origin moment. So a lot of these characters, I think, as you guys have learned, at least I hope you've learned in 31 goddamn episodes, um, that a lot of these characters are older than we think, right? Y'all see all the CGI, y'all see all the technology and all of that shit. And y'all think that these characters were invented in 2000. Nah, partner. These characters have been out since the 60s, the 50s. You remember the first episode I did on Superman? When we come out? Before the Great Depression. Yeah. That old. That old. And still only has like five powers. Whatever. But that ain't, that ain't even my business. Anyways, first appearance. <laughs> First appearance of first appearance of the uh, of the Killmonger character came in 1973 in uh, I believe it was called hold on I got I got the notes right here it, it's called uh, hang on. Jungle Action that sounds like a porno Jungle <laughs> Jungle Action and um. Uh, and later in and later in Panther's Rage. So there's been there's been many different storylines that have happened. Uh, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I, have not, I did not uh, give a shout out to the creators of the character. I always give a shout out to the creators of the character. My bad. Give me a second. Let me find them because I know I remember one of them. Hang on. Killmonger. Public. Dom. Yep. Dom McGregor. Uh, was the writer was created by uh, Don Mc- Killmonger? Excuse me. Was created by writer Don McGregor and illustrated by Rich Buckler. Don't know a lot about Rich Buckler. Um, you know, at some point I want to do. At some point I want to do 
episodes on these writers. Because you got to think about it. Most, some of these guys, man, they came, they gave us some amazing characters that have stood the test of time. Amazing characters that have done great things and, and been in great films. And keep in mind, none of them characters are Doctor Strange. Call me a hater all you want. I don't give a shit. Anyways, all right, we're back to <laughs> we're back to it. So there's what I'm saying is what I'm saying is there's deep there's deep misplaced hatred for T'Challa. You're aimed at the wrong people. You're aimed at the wrong person. Now, could he have just gone back to Wakanda and made a life for himself? Hell, he was a professor, so there was probably a place for him, right? You got to remember the plans that he had in the many plans that he in the many plans that he he, you know, created and tried to, you know, destroy uh, T'Challa with. That requires a deep knowledge about not only just the person you're not only the person you're hunting, but about the place where he is. You got to know all of that, right? the the history of wakanda is well documented you don't become you don't be a you don't become a country that's never been conquered and people don't got books on you okay come on now let's let's be real let's be real right and shout out to and shout out to stan lee to shout out to stan lee to can, can we just take a moment to appreciate stan lee real quick i'm sorry i know I, i'm 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 going off real quick, but I'm I'm gonna bring it back full circle. Can we take a minute to appreciate Stan Lee? That the one place that he created, the one place really in the one place really in in fictional history that was has never been conquered was in was in Africa. Right? Could have been could could easily been somewhere else. Could have easily been anywhere else but now nah, now nah, we 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 going we going back home a lot of people get uncomfortable when they see people of color and power so to put especially back then so to put so to make a not only so to make not only a character that a character I'm talking now I'm referring to black panther that was smarter well advanced um wealthy rich beyond any means um a great leader a king and to put him in a surrounding that has never been conquered by Westerners, by nobody. And knowing that could knowing that that could generate a negative response. Sorry if I'm too close to the mic. It's like, fuck it. Do it anyway. I don't care. I don't care if they don't like it. Do it anyway. It's a good story. Bring it back to Killmonger. So this is how this is how this relates to the movie and we i'm gonna make a couple more points i'm gonna make a couple more points um before we we move on to this so do y'all remember the and i could discuss the movie in this first part because really in the second part when we discuss michael beach jordan's portrayal of killmonger i really just honestly want to get into why that character became popular so popular especially among African-Americans. That's what I want to, that's what I want to get into in the second part of the episode. So there were stark differences in the, from the comics to the, to the, uh, movie. He's still not saying anything. 
Uh, y'all recall when he when he threw T'Challa off the ledge? Well, in the comics, he was gonna throw T'Challa off the ledge, but he got thrown off the ledge. He got pushed off the ledge. The difference. Now, here's what inspired the movie. There was a there was a series in the Black Panther comics where he did beat him and he became the new king and he tried to undermine every single thing that he did and every single rule that he put into place but of course didn't didn't take and he ended up getting his ass kicked and eventually I think he got either got defeated or he got killed it was one of the two um but he had a he had a squad. He had a squad with him called the Red. What they called him? What they, what they call that crew? Was it the Red? The Red? The Red Detergents? <laughs> Not the Red Detergents. I'm sorry. It's the Red. Uh... Give me a second. Hang on. Hang on. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Give me a second. I'm just going through, going through. Uh, I need to go to the Marvel database. I don't care about these goddamn wiki fan pages. Once again, gonna be posting a lot more on TikTok. Uh, just posting random videos of shit that I think is funny. Um, a lot of people. Uh, have been hitting me up asking me if I'm gonna watch uh if I'm gonna watch the new uh chainsaw man um anime that's coming out and my question to y'all as a motherfucker that's actually read the 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 manga for that particular program are y'all really ready to watch that if you have if you if you couldn't get through Tokyo ghoul don't 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 try to watch it it is 10 times more disgusting and 10 times more bloody than Tokyo Ghoul. Little side note, just wanted to put that out there for all y'all that's that for some reason come to my damn DMs asking me about, about fucking um Chainsaw Man. Oh my god. There we go. All right, I'm on the page and I'm about to find it. Give me a second. In comics, full report. There we go. Uh, I want to say shout out. I want to say shout out. Give another shout out to the Marvel, um, the Marvel website because y'all make it very easy to find information on characters. Unlike that fucking DC page, Jesus Christ. Oh my god! Like, and this ain't this ain't nothing I've not said in a, this has nothing I've not said in the previous episodes. In previous episodes, DC, y'all need to step the game up. Y'all website is shitty as hell. It really is terrible. It takes you fifty minutes just to find information on one fucking character. Um, anyways, let me see. I'm trying to find it before we before we end this, before we end this episode. Hang on. it where is it 
followers. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He had followers and they were called Red Ghost. There we go. Red Ghost. Wait, Red Ghost? No, that wasn't it. What the fuck? I don't know. She realized that they could go to war with Hanukkah and excuse for America to try the country. Kill Martin what with Red Ghost. A super. Nope. Red Ghost. Red Ghost was a superhuman. No, never mind. Um. No, 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 no. Ah, don't worry, I'm gonna cut all this out. I'm gonna call, cut all this out in production, so y'all ain't gonna have to worry about it. Um, shit. Child responsible resurrection. Death Regiment. There we go. There it is. The Death Regiment. So he created a group called the Death Regiment and they kept fucking resurrecting this nigga. So it's like, so that's how, like, that's kind of like how he survived the test of time because you got to think about it. You have to be able to, as a character, one thing you got to be able to as a character, like, not unlike DC Hell, not unlike anime, you got to find a way to extend the life of the character, right? They have to, there has to be a way for them to keep coming back. That's how you keep arcs alive. That's how you keep stories alive. That's how you keep the money flowing in, ladies and gents. Okay. That's how, that's how that whole situation works. All right. Um, where are we at? Oh, okay. We, yeah, we, we, yeah, we about to hit that time. Um, so there are there are di- the final point here. There are differences between the um, the comic version, the CB version of Killmonger, and the movie version of Killmonger. Equally, both equally powerful. I I honestly think that if you guys read the CB version of Con- Killmonger, you get an even more deeper respect of the character as a whole in the fact that he wasn't just he wasn't just ruthless he wasn't just you know uh as you could tell a kid dealing a kid dealing with a lot of inner pain over the death of his father a kid dealing with a fact that he got that pretty much you have to deal with this aspect that okay y'all killed my father and then y'all just left me like y'all just left like y'all ain't even taking me with you like i like maybe like i'd probably still been pissed at least i'd have been pissed in wakanda not in New York on the goddamn basketball court where y'all left me. So, you know, so like there's differences in that, right? There's different, there's differences there, but in the, in the comic book version, he's a lot more methodical. He was a lot more patient because he knew I can get back to Wakanda. But when I get back to Wakanda, that's going to set off that's going to set my plan in motion i can't so basically what i'm trying to say is that the cb version of killmonger thought his way into wakanda planned meticulously his way into wakanda the movie version kind of bullied his way into wakanda right there was some intelligence there right he he worked under ulysses claw until because he he knew that claw was an enemy of t'challa and he knew t'challa wanted him dead so he was like oh okay so if i work on your team you'll get me to wakanda and when i get to wakanda i can just murk you and that'll give me that'll give me passage into wakanda cool makes sense so there is some intellect there 
but in the CB version, I think just a little bit more intellect, which made me appreciate it just a little bit more. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the uh, end of the first part of the podcast, uh, episode 32, Eric Killmonger. Was he right all along? Yeah, that's the title of the episode, bitches. Anyways, all right. So in the next 30 minutes, uh, we're going to take a, take a little quick break. But in the next uh, second half of the podcast, we're going to talk about um, the movie version. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's uh, uh, iconic. I was going to use I was going to use finger quotes, but I'd agree. It's I'd agree. It's iconic. So I won't I won't even play around with that. Um, Michael B. Jordan's portrayal of Eric Killmonger in the movie. Um, things that I liked, things that I didn't like, things that I would have liked to see and shit that they, quite frankly, uh, could have left out. So uh, with that being said, hang on. Uh, go grab some popcorn. Go. Well, most of y'all motherfuckers probably at work right now. Go grab a coffee. Go tell your boss you want that raise. Go tell the secretaries thank you, man. They do a lot of shit, okay? The administrative assistants do a lot of shit, okay? Go tell them I you appreciate them. And then bring your ass right back and listen to the second part of this podcast. Peace. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 32 of Operation Hero Talk, the number one podcast for the nerds, the nerdettes, the blurs, the blurdettes, and the weaves, and the weebettes. Of course, it is your swifty host, Dimitri Starks, back again with episode, with part two. Um, so let's just, let's just go ahead and uh, get right into it. So as you guys know, in the second part of the podcast, we usually discuss, um, we usually discuss uh, you know, uh, portrayals in movies and uh, TV shows on the character that we're discussing in the episode today we're talking about uh, eric killmonger so there's only been one portrayal so of course we're going to talk about uh, michael b jordan's portrayal of him in the black panther movie that released in 2018 was it 2018 yep 2018 so um you know still gonna throw that nugget in there highest grossing marvel film of all time (laughs) brag anyways going back to getting back to the topic so why was this character so popular what you have to do is look at it not only from a not only from the the facts of the character in the way that he maneuvered in the movie and his logic in the way that his mind was I won't say that his mind was warped I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that uh, the way he came to understand things. Sorry. The way he came to understand things, it's not too far off from what a lot of minorities think now. There are positives and negatives in the message. Some of the positives being we should look after each other. We should take care of each other. 
we have to look out for our own people it was kind of like it was kind of like malcolm x with blades right <laughs> malcolm x would would if my malcolm x was a mercenary and had access to high weapons technology and had defeated the king of a country that had never been conquered before and had gotten access to even more te- powerful technologies and used that to pre- pretty much further the plans of uh you know his plans on racial equality and how he was going to make that come about anyways uh i was so confused because you have to understand I was so confused because you have to understand that I'm still looking at this from a pure fanboy perspective, right? So I'm not. So when I first see the movie, I'm not looking at it from a I'm not looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, I'm coming at it with I'm coming at it with, uh, you know, the critique of how this relates to modern society. Wasn't thinking about that. Wasn't even in my fucking mine at the time right I was coming purely from oh man this guy's pretty good <laughs> man, this, this character's pretty dope oh shit he just shot that chick in the head wasn't that his girlfriend oh crap he just used he just killed Ulysses Claw how did it we well, need to shoot that motherfucker anyway but, at this, but what I'm trying to say is that I was I was very much looking on the basis of it and then of course you see every that's you know it's the power of social media man the character just there were support groups there were fanboys there were fangirls that popped up he's right he's right i agreed with a lot of what he said and i i agreed with some things that he said all right but there was something happening there because at the end of the day remember he's still a bad guy and in today's and you, and, and you got to understand also an aspect of it naturally is that in today's as in today's world we value the villains on a totally different level than back then see back then i'm referring pretty much to anything beyond 2000 2000 we'll just say 2000 to anything beyond anything before 2000 it was very simple mind i think it was a very simple mindset in terms of the reader and lover of the comics you love to see the good guys win you love to see the bad guys lose there was a very small minority or a very small vocal minority that spoke out to nah 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 i like the villains i like the anti-heroes that's my cup of tea and as time goes on it just got more popular and more popular and more popular i mean I, like i've made episodes on this joker is a fucking pillar of dc and so is harley quinn that's three that's three characters one a hero two villains from the same damn comic that are the pillars the money makers of dc we love anti-heroes now we love villains now we hold them in completely high regard. There are, there are movies that come out just about the villains. That was something that was inconceivable back then. So there's a little bit of that aspect at play here, I believe. Because now what you have is a guy who's kind of 
coming from a situation where it's like this is the logic yes I'm from Wakanda technically technically I'm Wakandian but I grew up in New York (laughs) I grew up in Harlem right and because of that excuse me I have a whole new perspective on society and how I feel shit should be running right now. I don't feel like it's running to the best of its ability because there are people out there that are that look like us. There are people out there that we were brought here to this country. We didn't have a choice. If we had a choice. We'd be in Wakanda. <laughs> That's where the fuck we'd be. But this is where we at. And through Jim Crow, slave ownership, through the the black coats through racial segregation through all of that you motherfuckers were living in your own countries thriving and not having to be surviving y'all were making moves y'all were advancing technology y'all were leading the world by storm and yet us here in this country we get racially profiled We get subjected to all kinds of inequality and shit that no human, fuck a black person, no human should go through. Well, well, wait, I don't think that's fair. We never got the chance to choose. I never got the chance to choose. You killed my father and you left. You left me here. I never got the chance to choose my path. We never got the chance to choose our path. So now I've become one of the forgotten. And as one of the forgotten, you didn't give me this. I'm going to take it by force. That was, that's a powerful message. you have to throw in some evil sides in it of course he wanted to oppress the oppressors right it's like no 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 here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna give weapons to not just our agents all over the world but i'm gonna give weapons to regular black people on the streets and everything and we are gonna turn this fucking country upside down and we are gonna be the rightful rulers as we should be because shit would probably get ran a lot more smoother So you combine that with society and and their perception of this character, right? And how they view them. And they're thinking, of course you have some shit. Of course you have people that are like, man, that's deep. That's deep. That's deep. But you also have people saying, I mean, if that was real, I'd support that plan. Some people were on that mindset. Now, of course, I can't support that plan, right? Because it's just, once again, from a human aspect of it, it's like, I can't. What about the what about the people that aren't black that's still with us, right? That understood that the shit wasn't correct and they did their part to try and help. Not much they could do, but they tried. What little they could do, they did. So they don't get a choice. You see how it all comes back to choice, right? That's kind of what the movie was about. That's what the Killmonger character 
was developed around lack of choice and then choosing to do something about those lack of choices not only for himself but for others if you don't have a voice I'll give you one and and you have to keep in mind that this is still working from that this is still working from the point of view that uh, you know Wakanda has not is not in the business of getting involved in everybody else's affairs. The only thing we care about is our people. And in the comics, it wasn't like that. But we're not talking about the comics right now. We're talking about the movies. But that's just that's the way it was because it's a situation where it's like you have you have people that will take advantage of those technological advances i think that when it comes to black panther and it comes to wakanda i think that the writers do a very good job of understanding of in, of evolving involving human nature not only in the comics but in the movie as well of evolving how people would react around that much power the wakanda civilization has cures to multiple diseases but they can't give it to america why would they why they can't give it to the to american officials why would they because they know as soon as they do they're gonna upcharge it 300 million fucking percent to the point where people won't even be able to afford it greed too much money to be made i'm quoting i'm i'm vaguely quoting something from a black panther one of my favorite black panther comics um you're capable of the same innovations yourself but there's too much selfishness there's too much greed why help people when it's more profitable to keep them down why cure diseases when cancer medication brings in hundreds of millions billions of dollars a year so no you can't have the cure to cancer no you can't have the cure to all of these diseases because you wouldn't because you wouldn't do it right by it anyway it's so predictable but it's so right but Killmonger said, nah, we 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 gotta do something about that. Nobody ever showed us mercy. Why should we show them mercy? I think we should take over. We could easily do it. Nobody can stop us. You'd have to deal with the Avengers, but yeah, yeah, we can deal with them. So I think that well in the end because I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh I'll do my I'll do my rating at the 10 minute mark. Uh I'm gonna give Michael B. Jordan his flowers real quick. He did an awesome job with this character. I thought that there was I thought that the dialogue that this I thought that some of the writing was a little bit corny in place in places. Maybe it was me. Maybe it was me. But everybody thought that that hey auntie line was fine was was funny. And I thought it was a little corny, to be honest with you. And I love comedic moments. Come on, I like all I like all of the Deadpool movies. But what I'm saying is like I just felt like at that moment I'm like really, hey auntie, really. It's like no, like stop, like just stop. This is a serious moment here. <laughs> they're deciding whether they're gonna kill this man or not. And there's divide. 
within the council, right? Because that happens, right? You, 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 if you got a group of lieutenants, you're not all going to agree on the right ways on the ways to direct things, especially if you actually have power. See, it's one thing to get power; it's a whole nother ball game to keep power. You know, and if you really think about. why people loved this character so much it was because he was dealing with one on one hand on one end he was dealing with that fact that he had been done wrong his father was killed unjustly but he was killed not unjustly but i mean like justly he did betray the country but at the same time like he never really got the chance to complete the case or really talk about it I mean like not really so you know there's that and the fact that they left them there <laughs> like that like I, I, I come back to that point because that was literally like the shittiest thing they could have did but you left you left the kid there you didn't even take him with you And you left him on his own with nobody to take care of him. Some hell of a shit to do. It's not very kingly. So in that in that instance, people sympathized with the villain because they're like, well, yeah, no wonder the kid turned out how he did. Look what y'all did. I just left him to fend for himself. The fuck else was he supposed to do? Be like, eh, well, you know, my father's dead, so, you know, flowers. You know I mean? You know, got to make the best, got to make the best out of my situation. No. <laughs> Fuck no. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be mad about, forgive me if I if I, I carry that uh carry that with me for a few years or a few decades. Forgive me if I go, you know, gather some mercenary skills and start putting together a master plan to uh, invade your country, take over your kingdom and help the people that uh, have been oppressed by the colonizers. You know, that that that's just how I process my pain. That's just how I process it. People still people still talk about the Killmonger character and there's speculation that he's going to be there's speculation that even though he was he asked he asked uh king t'challa not to resurrect him there or not to not not to resurrect him he asked him not to save him because he didn't want to be imprisoned uh there's speculation that he's going to be in the new wakanda forever uh I'm gonna watch the movie. Future episode on Shuri coming. Um, as yeah, as Black Panther, there's future episode on, on her coming as well. I just have to retouch up on the comic book issues. I've read a few, but not too many on her. So I need I just, you know, it's just all research. It's just all research, making sure the right moves are in play, making sure I got all the knowledge that I need to give to you guys in an informative and comedic effort that I try to bring every goddamn week to this podcast. 
<laughs> so how do we feel about the Killmonger character as a whole the consensus is and it's not my consensus but the consensus is he's really universal damn near internationally loved everybody loves him I love him I won't say love that's a strong word I like the character I liked what they did I just thought based on the comic book character that there were other avenues they also could have took I just feel like they took a very they did they took various things from issue multiple issues with Killmonger in it um but ruthlessness they did a good job I just felt that there I just felt that there could have been more display of his intelligence level and I honestly would have liked for them to add the in the fact that he was a professor at MIT um, I would have liked for that to have been in there. Maybe it was. I had to go back and rewatch. The movie. I haven't rewatched. I haven't watched the movie in, in a while. Um, pretty much since uh, since uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman, may he rest in paradise. Um, you know, since he died. Uh, yeah. But my overall rating for this character, I'm going to give him a seven out of ten. I think he belongs right there because I I actually appreciate the impact that his character had on society and that it made people think about, you know, it made people think about, you know, even more about how not, not just African-Americans, well, just, you know, what we're just going to keep it African-Americans for the purpose of the movie on um, how African-Americans are treated in this comp, this comp, this country, excuse me. And it makes you speculate and they didn't start any rebellions and didn't start anything else. I mean, the fucking Black Panther Party's already existed. We already know, like these, that there are groups out there. Um, there are violent and non-violent groups out there. I'm not saying that the Black Panther group is violent because it wasn't made for that purpose. Um, but um, it made people think about, you know, well, what would what would this place be like if? we were in charge (laughs) what would it be like would it be bad would it be good I don't know Hmm. I don't know so I like that they kept I like that it made society think about that I think that once again um, acting wise I give uh, Michael B. Jordan a I give him a nine out of ten. I took a point off for that hey on T line, but I, I don't honestly I don't even put that on him. I put it on the uh, I put it on the uh, I put it on the uh, the the writers. Um, but yeah, that unless that was ad libbed, then I put that on him and that point that one point deduction is well deserved. So yeah, I'll, I got I got his acting at a, I got his acting at a nine out of ten. Um, 
but the overall character as a whole, I gave a set, I gave a seven out of ten. I just don't think that we've seen more uh, enough modern versions of uh, Killmonger, especially in the comics. Um, like I said, that avenue is always there because he, you know, they keep resurrecting this motherfucker. Um, so I think we'll see him eventually in something new. Honestly, I thought we were gonna get a new issue after the movie came up and he blew up on social media, but radio silence, nothing happened. Okay, whatever. So we can. It is what it is. It is what it is on that on that instinct. Um, but at the same time, you know, I appreciate you got to appreciate a good performance, right? You got to appreciate it. I mean, this did. I won't say this is on the same level as Denzel and Training Day or anything that James Spader has done or anything that Angela Bassett has done or anything that Denzel has done. You know, like, I won't say it's that, but in the words of Snoop Dogg, that motherfucker don't miss. He don't miss, man. Like, please feel free to put this in the comments. Fuck the movie, right? I'm not talking about the Black Panther movie. I'm saying any movie you could think of with him in it. Fuck the movie in question. Have you ever really seen a bad performance from Mike from Michael B. Jordan? I haven't. Only L I've seen him take is in that Lori Harvey relationship. But that's just me. That's just me. That's the only L I've ever seen him take. And shout out to him. So you know, I think that uh, I think that uh, there is a possibility. You know, I haven't. Che- I don't. I don't check. I don't. Che- I leave that. I leave that to Daz the Great. Uh, I leave that to Daz the Great. Check out his uh, on what TV YouTube uh, channel. Great shit. Great content on there. Um, but I leave that to uh, I leave that to Daz to check the Reddit, the Reddit, <laughs> the Reddit and leaks. I leave that shit to him because I don't want to spoil it for myself. But that's okay. Cuz some people can do it and it doesn't take away from the story. It does for me, but that's a different a different strokes for different folks. So I'm not I'm not worried about that. Um if he's going to be in the new movie, I am interested in seeing how they bring that back to life. Um I know for a fact they uh signed up uh that was they recently um they recently what's my man name? Winston Duke, they recently um like signed like a Winston Duke recently signed. I think it was like a five movie extension, a five movie deal that he just signed, leading to speculation that he's gonna be the new Black Panther. Which okay, I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. But keep in mind, I wouldn't be mad at Shuri being being the queen either because that's in the comics. So everybody that got a problem with that, get your head out of your ass. It's not a big deal. Okay. It happened in the comics and it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad story. It wasn't a bad story. All right. I know Captain Marvel left a, left a Captain Marvel. Cause I actually liked Miss Marvel dicks. Um, I know Captain, um, I know Captain Marvel left a bad taste in your mouth. Cause you know, she was basically useless throughout the, um, the entirety of the goddamn Avengers movies. Um, but I think that this would be a good, I think that this would be a good thing. I think it'd be a good thing. I think it'd be a really good thing. 
either way i'm good with either way i'm good with whether or not they bring back killmonger i'm good with whether or not winston duke's character takes over uh, what is what is his damn character so i keep saying his brother mbaku there we go i'm good with mbaku becoming the king and i'm good with i'm good with shuri becoming the queen i'm good with all three options don't matter to me they're all good three options you can continue the story with it with, it, with every single one of them it, you know, it, it just it just it just sucks that we're never going to get, you know, and I won't say never because we could we could still get it if they eventually recast uh, T'Challa's character, which honestly don't close the door on that. I think eventually they will. Um, but it's just we won't get a T'Challa storm. We won't get a T'Challa and storm story. I didn't hold out much hope that we were going to get it anyway, but at the same time, I just thought with Chad Boswick, Chad, I said Chad, I said Chad Boswick. Wow, uh, <laughs> Bose Chadwick Boseman. Um, I thought it was possible. We did. I think Marvel did just get the rights to X Men back, so there. So new movies coming out about that. So I think that yeah, eventually that's gonna be good. But uh, there was there was time. There was time. And I think that with him with his death and it's not looking like, or at least not right now, that they're gonna um, that they're going to uh, um, extend uh, recast his character. I just don't see uh, that that coming about. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of our of today's episode. I want to thank you all for listening in continuously. I am sorry that I am not getting these episodes out week to week. I apologize. Sometimes I just do not know what character I want to do. Sometimes I do not have the time to record. And sometimes I am fucking lazy. I am uh up. sometimes I procrastinate. This is the real life. I'm giving it to you, keeping it a buck. Okay, I'm keeping it eight more than 92. All right. So but I will do my best to continue to get can um, continue to get, you know, uh, better at that and to, you know, make sure that I'm giving you guys content um, continuously. Um, I appreciate everybody that stays in. I can appreciate all the first time listeners and the last time listeners. Shout out to Joe Button for that uh, jewel of a line. Um, and once again, hit us up. Let us let us know in the comment sections what you thought of the episodes. Let us know what you think about um the structure of the episodes and let us know if there are any characters you want us to talk about right um hit us up on social media and uh yeah once again ladies and gentlemen remember okay remember this okay you might only get ten thousand dollars subtracted from your student loans and you might only as opposed to 20 and you might not be able to find a job and you might still even with that reduction even with that you know even with that that money coming off of your Pell Grant uh, student loans you might still be going to jail for PPP fraud when you're sitting in that cell just remember you can always stay swifty See you next time.